Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Everybody, how's it going out there in the world of world? Uh, yeah. What's going on out there? Welcome to We Say Wednesday, everybody. It is June 26. I can't believe it. We are now. We're past halfway to Christmas. No, I can't help it. She loves it. It makes me laugh. All right. Well, we're the besties. Again, June 26, 8.02 a.m. Weekday, Wednesday. What's going on, y'all? I was thinking about my best friend's mom this morning because every time I would go over to their house and I'd get hungry, I'd say, Mrs. A, do you have any sliced cheese? And I'd go in the refrigerator and I'd get out my little slice of American cheese. And that's what I'd nibble on before supper. Just for the day. Mm, so get some get some sliced cheese out. It's awesome and, and it's organic. Woo, got that back. Folks, don't let that word scare you. Seriously, all organic means is that there's not a lot of crap in it. I mean, come on, seriously. You want to eat just? All right, what's going on in the kitchen? We've got some news today. First of all, we want to give a shout-out to Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, Broadway and Swan, Southeast Side, open seven days a week for certifications. That's right. You can get certified on Sunday now. Yes, Sunday certifications and CBD sales every single day. So come on down. We're really excited about it because we felt really bad about turning away so many patients that would say, don't you have Sunday available? It's my only day off. No. No. But now we do. Yay for Sunday. That's right. Uh, So get on down. 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, Tucson, Arizona, 85711. You can bring your records in. You can fax your records in to 520-306-5147. You can email your records to us at thctucson at gmail.com. And if you don't have records, you can get an evaluation with us. That's right, just $50. I put up a poster on Facebook uh, last week, and a couple of the conditions were not mentioned. So we redid the poster. It's back up. The conditions are all there. It was epilepsy and muscle spasms and seizures that I forgot, which is huge. My apologies. I didn't forget it. Entirely, it just wasn't in a little bullet point that was on the website where I copied it from. <laughs> all right, now it's all in the bullets, and you can check out the website at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And if you go to the, uh, let's just do this together as, as a team. Here we go. You go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. You see all the little sections you got across the top there, and you go to certifications. You can book your appointment right there. Just click the button, book appointment. And it says, what conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card? PTSD, cancer, uh, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, 
Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, uh, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. So there's the list. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430, and just come on down and ask questions. Ask all the questions you want. Uh, We're there seven days a week now. It's really, really awesome. We also want to give a shout-out to the Growers House at 3635 East 34th Street. Get on down there for all your growing needs. And also on the website, if you go down, if you go to the radio section, which is what we're on right now. uh, I know. I can't help myself. Uh, if you scroll down, it says sponsored by, and here are a couple of our sponsors. If you click the growers app, it'll take you to their page and show you all the groovy things that they have. Also, um, we are sponsored by Canada's online digital magazine. They're awesome. And I found an article I wanted to read a little bit from them this morning. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. It is free to subscribe. And where was it? I had a an article here um, from Canna Health Magazine that I wanted to read to y'all um, in just a little bit. Some, there's Well, there's some important um, political news for y'all this morning. And I have a list of who's running for president, if anyone wants to hear about that. I know not about you guys. You're supposed to clap for that one. <laughs> Uh, it's just so intense. Life is intense enough. We need some peace, love, and bong hits. <laughs> All right. All right. House votes to protect states from uh, with legal marijuana from the feds. Getting protection. U.S. House of Representatives passed a measure on Thursday that protects states with legal marijuana from interference from the Department of Justice and federal law enforcement agencies. The amendment to the Commerce, Justice, Science, and Related Agencies Appropriations Bill prohibits the department from spending funds to prevent the states, U.S. territories, and the District of Columbia from enacting laws that Authorize the use, distribution, possession, and cultivation of marijuana. Because that's right, folks. Our nation's capital is smoking weed. <laughs> the bipartisan measure was sponsored by Democrats. Rep. Earl Blumenauer of Oregon and Rep. Eleanor Holmes Norton of Washington, D.C. And Republican Rep. Tom McClintock of California. The House approved the measure on Thursday by a vote of 267 to 165. Nice. For the voice for the voice vote on Wednesday, the House passed a similar measure that prevents the Department of Justice from interfering with Native American tribes. Ooh, no, not that one. That was the wrong one. We're clapping for that. That implement your own cannabis laws on tribal lands. I believe the Navajo Nation is already growing some hemp up there. Woo-hoo! In a letter to fellow representatives before Thursday's vote, McClintock wrote that, quote, the issue at hand is whether the federal government has the constitutional authority to dictate policy to states on an itch issue which occurs strictly within their own borders. In a letter to fellow representatives before Thursday's vote, McClintock wrote, sorry, I do not believe the federal government has the authority, but even if it did, states should determine their own criminal justice policies, he continued. This is how our constitutional system was designed to function. Let me read from my 200-year-old copy of it, you guys, because you know people... 
past time we protect all cannabis programs, Blumenauer said, the co-founder of the Congressional Cannabis Caucus. We have much more work to do. The federal government is out of touch and our cannabis laws are out of date. I'm pleased that the House agrees and we are able to move forward. Marijuana policy activists and cannabis industry representatives praised Thursday's action by the House. Quote, today's vote is the most significant step Congress has ever taken toward ending federal marijuana prohibition, said Stephen Hawkins, the executive director of Cannabis Policy Reform uh, Group, the Marijuana Policy Project, in a press release. Quote, Congress is recognizing that the federal government must let the states decide on cannabis legalization and not the other way around. Absolutely. That's why the states were set up that way. Quote, two in three Americans support legalizing marijuana, and more than 25% of the U.S. population lives in a jurisdiction where marijuana is legal for adults. Did you hear that? 25% of the United States population lives in a jurisdiction where marijuana is legal for adults. That's just so freaking awesome. It all again. It's so fantastic. I can't even. <laughs> we must protect these states' laws and prevent federal arrests for people operating state legal marijuana businesses. Justin Streckel, the political director for the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, Normal, also commented uh, commended the House for its vote. Quote, this is the most significant vote on marijuana reform policies that the House of Representatives has ever taken, Streckel said. Today's action by Congress highlights the growing power of the marijuana law reform movement and the increasing awareness by political leaders that the policy of prohibition and criminalization has failed. Okay. Neil uh, Levine is CEO of the Cannabis Trade Federation, a coalition of cannabis industry businesses that lobbied in favor of the amendment. He expressed hope that the success of the measure is a sign that a separate bill to protect states with legal cannabis will also prevail. Quote, the bipartisan nature of this vote is a strong signal that there would be majority support in the House for the state act, which would be considered a more permanent version of this amendment, Levine said in a press release. We hope the full House will be given the opportunity to vote on the state act in the coming months so that we can move closer to the end of federal cannabis prohibition. That's awesome. That is really, 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 really a great thing. There's so much fear uh, in owning a business and just using your medicine. Yeah. There are still, I mean, people are still afraid to use CBD. Yeah, it's just really sad. Uh, it shouldn't be that way. This is a plant. This is a plant that has been on this earth longer than we all have been on our earth. Someone <laughs> found it, ate it. If you dropped it in a fire in an accident, ooh, hey, that kind of smells good. Wow, what is that smoke doing? Ooh, you're kind of lightheaded. Hey, you know, <laughs> Can you imagine how that all worked out? <laughs> I wonder if the first man that, or woman that ever fired was like, let's do this. All right. And a little bit of magic happened. All right. Woo. Okay, thank you all for tuning in. There was something I wanted to read here. I love the statistics. Um, oh, yeah. What is this? July, uh, June 26th of July 10th. Doug Benson is coming to town. Last Comedy Cafe, 2900 East Broadway, 22 bucks. And uh, it's a 710 Dad Day stand-up comedy show, July 10th at 730, 21 and over. Mr. Doug Fine Live for one night only. That guy's really, really funny. Um, and if you haven't seen Super Jaime, <laughs> you really need to. Because you need to laugh once in a while. Alright, marijuana on our minds. Here's what the Americans are thinking when it comes to cannabis. Let's just read this. Um, there are plenty of ways to tell how different 2019 America's from 1969 America computers fit comfortably in a bag rather than take up the entire room. There may well be more TV shows than there are people to watch them. Not only do you need to go, not only do you not need to go into a bank to get your cash, you really don't even need to ever get cash. It's really sad. You really don't even need, <laughs> and using marijuana is a uh, no longer a secret activity based. Uh, best undertaken inside your bedroom. 
closet, which is what we say, come out of the cannabis closet. Everybody, well, most everybody. In 1969, the Pew Research Center reported that just 12% of Americans supported legalizing cannabis. Uh, as of eight, 2018, 62% are in favor of the idea. In fact, almost across the board, Americans are feeling more positive than ever about all aspects of marijuana use. And this is coming from the Sentinel Spotlight Marijuana Goes Mainstream magazine you can get anywhere. I love it when I walk into Sprouts and I find it. It's just super exciting. All right, here's a glimpse at what recent surveys have found about what we're all thinking about the world of weed and its impact on our lives. And I'm probably sure I read this before, but probably sure. That's a definite, definite maybe. Where is it? (laughs) There are some, um, I do want to read some articles uh, that I have, that I found last night. So especially the one about seniors. And I found one on pets, actually. And then, Good one I found. Ooh, pot and my <clears throat> pot and my health. That's a good one. That's a really good one. And that's coming from the Time Special Edition Marijuana and Medical Movement. 74% of American millennials who support legalizing marijuana. That's 74% of American millennials. 72%. Americans who believe regular alcohol use is more of a health risk than marijuana use. That is right. 66%. Americans who support legalizing marijuana. Woo! That's a pretty big number. 65% of Americans believe that smoking marijuana is morally acceptable. That's that's right, kids. You're not going to, you know, didn't work. 61% American cannabis users who say they will use the same amount of marijuana next year. That's interesting. I think my marijuana use has tapered, actually. I think I don't need as much um, to make myself feel better, which is really nice. Possibly too. <laughs> Uh-oh. 16% regular 16% regular cannabis users who believe cannabis impairs a person's sex drive. Ooh. 53% regular U.S. cannabis users who like to read in their spare time. Oh, that's lovely. And 31% U.S. residents who don't use marijuana but are curious about giving it a try. Guaranteed by the end of the year, you probably will have. All right, 59% Fox News respondents who support legalization. 29% U.S. adults who are interested in investing in the marijuana business. 54% American baby boomers who support legalizing marijuana. Of course, well, most students back in the day. Americans 65 and over who support marijuana. 37% regular U.S. cannabis users who say they use marijuana to relax. 61% U.S. residents who don't believe the claim that marijuana is a gateway drug that leads to other uh, leads to abuse of other substances. And yeah. And where are you going now? Um, yeah, 61% don't believe it's a gateway drug. There still are some people that say, what about, if, is it a gateway drug? Well, uh, you know, I guess sugar can be a gateway drug. I mean, if you're that type of person that has the propensity to be curious about things or has, uh, I guess, addiction in your family, you might want to be careful with things. Uh, mostly I've heard it's habitual, which, you know, is a good thing because so is water. <laughs> but <laughs> unlike with water, you can't kill yourself. <laughs> All right. 93% Americans who believe medical marijuana should be legal if a doctor prescribes it. That's super interesting. It leads me to believe, um, which it, it has remained in most states, that we will have medical marijuana probably forever. People like to go see their doctor as they should. And they, they like to discuss what's going on with them, you know, and, and your doctor should be aware that you're using cannabis, I think. 12% Americans who believe their parents would approve of them <laughs> using marijuana. <laughs> All right. Oh, 75% Democrats who support legalizing marijuana. 
53% of Republicans support legalizing marijuana. I think that's probably a, a lot higher. All right, and I believe we went through the list of uh, the pioneers of pot, so we won't um, we won't go through that list anymore. We're going to read a little something here, see if we can just blow this up a bit. And this is from oh oh, it's working here. Here we go. If I can get this right, this is from um, Canada Health Online Digital Medicine. So it's seniors in medical marijuana. What we know and what we don't. Let's assume for a moment that there are no legal restrictions on marijuana use. What benefits could our elderly population expect from this ancient herb? We don't really know. With an increasing number of states legalizing marijuana for medical and recreational use, there are mounting claims of its potential as pharmaceutical agent. There are lots and lots of anecdotal uh, testimonies, but not a lot of hard data. Uh, and this, um, let's see. With the growing senior population and the medical use they face, it's time to look at what, what medical marijuana might provide. So what do we know about the effects of mar uh, medical marijuana or cannabis and its chemical components when used by older adults? Marijuana or cannabis has been used for thousands of years to treat or alleviate disease symptoms. Its medical use today is controversial due to its outdated Schedule One drug classification, potential addictive properties, unknown long-term effects, and current um, dispensing methods. While medical marijuana has been shown to be effective as an appetite stimulant, some medical professionals are wary of using it as a treatment method. That's true. Still, some today are, are still hopefully doing their research. Uh, the general population is <clears throat> living longer, resulting in an alarming increase in <laughs> confirmed cases of Alzheimer's and other dementias. Every 65 seconds, another case of Alzheimer's dementia is diagnosed. The number of cases is expected to triple over the next 50 years. Alzheimer's disease is not a normal part of aging. Uh, changes in our brain occur starting in our 20s, though we typically hear about the disease occurring more often in older people. A small number of these affected uh, by early onset Alzheimer's may show symptoms as early as 30s and 40s. The development of treatment of uh, that slow or halt the disease progression has become critical to both improve the quality of life for patients and reduce the health care costs attributable to Alzheimer's disease. Okay, let's see here. Next page. And it's got this nifty, so if you read this online, it's really awesome. Um, it's got this nifty little uh, page turner, and you can blow things up. But I was kind of having a hard time navigating when I did blow it up. So um, a study found using small doses of THC, a chemical found in marijuana, can slow the production of certain toxic proteins that, that cause plaques. These plaques clog the brain and kill brain cells and are thought to be a contributor to the progression of Alzheimer's. THC is considered a superior inhibitor of plaques in the brain, and cannabinoid molecules may directly impact the progression of this debilitating disease. But there are individuals loaded with plaques that are uh, cognitively normal and others that have no plaques but still have dementia. THC has been shown to help cells communicate, coordinate, and even prevent the death of nerve cells. Dying nerve cells in the brains of Alzheimer's patients contribute to their loss of memory and mental ability. If you could stop the many individual cell deaths, you might slow the <clears throat> progression of Alzheimer's. Unfortunately, there are still no effective therapies for stopping Alzheimer's. One reason is that these diseases cause very complex damages to the brain. More research will help better understand which compounds in marijuana uh, could be used to help elderly patients. Studies also show THC can be useful in treating uh, the behavioral symptoms of dementia. Currently, the only medications used to treat these symptoms are antipsychotics with all their known side effects. THC helps decrease symptoms of delusion, agitation, aggression, irritability, apathy, and sleep in patients with Alzheimer's disease. While THC is showing promise in patients <clears throat> and treating some Alzheimer's symptoms, whole plant cannabis medicines used by Alzheimer's patients is a risk without further research. Some psychoactive strains could cause or increase psychological discomfort, paranoia, and short-term memory loss while being consumed. 
While easing the complaints of patients is helpful, uh, scientists are looking for something. Hold on one second. Crazy thing happening on the screen. While easing the complaints of patients is helpful, scientists are looking for something else from marijuana, a preventative treatment, or even a cure for Alzheimer's. Researchers are very interested in learning more about cannabinoids, but regulations surrounding marijuana research make such a task difficult. Relatively few researchers are currently exploring medical marijuana, and there are just a small number of ongoing clinical trials. Marijuana's classification as a Schedule One substance, which is the ranking reserved for drugs with the greatest potential for abuse and with no medicinal value, is problematic because it incurs the harshest federal penalties, adding bureaucratic hurdles for researchers who want to study it. It's much harder than it should be to conduct research on medical marijuana and the cannabinoids it contains. Put it in context, <clears throat> cocaine, heroin, and opioids are Schedule II, meaning uh, research funding and support are available. In order to fast-track medical marijuana research, changes must be made on the federal level, legalizing marijuana across the country on the state level goes a long way encouraging changes within the federal government. As a group, we need to pressure both state and federal legislature to make meaningful changes to current restrictive laws. Do it for yourself, do it for your children, and start today. Well, and there you go. Look what happened. We got some protection from the DOJ. You know what else we got? Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those Cracker Jacks, Reese's Pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Listen, the war on drugs. 
special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed. These special interest groups have kept these laws with Wednesday, everybody. Take my little headphones out now. I'm just checking to make sure that we were actually on air. I forgot to soak my weed. I do that every time. Checking out articles and, you know, checking my dog. Anyway, welcome back. Um, <clears throat> looks like we have somebody on hold. Dare I take them? Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. You are on air. How's it going? I am feeling excellent. I want to give you props, kudos, and praise. My name is Pastor Don Jr., the CEO, and I just love the way you've been dropping the knowledge. And what people don't understand, uh, it's one thing to have different toxins to put in your body when people get into these labs that add extra stuff to it. But when it comes from the ground, it's either mine or grown. Uh, you're speaking with people. You know, we, we can't just – we have to have – the right things in the atmosphere in the universe. So there's nothing wrong with this plant, you know, and I just hate the way that it's gotten such a bad rap when since the beginning of time it's been healing people forever, you know. So it's just it's one of these kind of situations. There's so many people that's incarcerated for nonsense, and this is why I'm running for president in 2024 because people got to keep it real with themselves. Everybody do different things behind closed doors, and we can't come together as a town hall collective and act like we've never done anything wrong. So I really support what you're doing, sister. I got 300 winning team members calling in. They, um, we, we all do different things. You know, my wife, she got a card, but at the same time, I don't have a card, but I, I understand it very well. Right. right. <laughs> you, you, you get what I'm saying? It, I, totally I mean, how do you feel about the, uh, the, the platform with all of hip hop and all this different entertainment and all these different movie studios condoning it behind the scenes and they hop on the TV and say, we need to stop it. How do you feel about that? You know what? I think I feel exactly the way you do. And what you, if you're willing to do this for yourself behind closed doors, we like we say, come out of the cannabis closet because you have to support each other in this. You support your wife in this. She has her part. Even if you, even if you don't, you know, we don't need games. We don't need fancy, you know, high school movie stars. We need support. We need finances. We need a good legalization. We need a good program and a good platform for the entire United States that allows everybody to grow a couple plants if they want to or not. And we need, if somebody wants to be involved in a marijuana business, they should be allowed to try to do that. Um, And we should get people out of jail for these stupid incarcerations for having an empty pipe and things like that. You know, there's a lot to look at. And um, I'm glad you called in. So thank you very much. How long have you been in this industry and what are you doing in there? Well, um, I've designed over 1,500 websites for different business owners. And 95% of every meeting I ever had, at some point or another, we're going to sit down and break bread. It's inevitable. And at the same time, um, I was like uh, my mom's, my pops, I did, you know, everybody in my family. This is all my life, you know, when they started the legislation, that's when I started really looking at it. This was a couple of years ago before I really locked in. I lived in 40 out of 50 states and because I live so many places. I've seen people that's millionaires, and when you get up their house, it takes you, you got to walk a block to get to their house. On the front of their door, they got 50 foreclosure notices. But when you drive and pass from the, um, from the road, they look like everything is right. And it's the same thing with this situation. They keep sweeping it under the rug, but at the end of the day, this is one of our highest grossing national products, and no matter what goes on, this feeds a lot of families. So it's another derivative to the business side of it as opposed to just the uh, the euphoria and the buzz. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of people Not everybody getting... is doing negative things. Right. Absolutely. We're, I, you know, we've been in this business, just in the business. I've been using this for a long time. As you know, I didn't even know it was a medicine until I realized that things I had problems with kind of went away. Um, and then I realized, hey, that's that's the cannabis doing that, you know. 
um, we've been in the business for almost eight years now, and we've seen all we've seen all sides. We've seen goofy sides of it where people are just kind of, you know, half interested in being silly. <clears throat> we've seen, you know, really super positive sides, and we've seen some some real negative sides. And you know, we try and stay neutral and just be as positive we can, and just share education because. We think that's the most important thing is just making sure that everybody has access to the knowledge that's out there. And there are, you know, the last article I read said there aren't a lot of studies. There are a lot more studies out there than than people know and realize. Um, and that's why we're out here sharing kind of knowledge, reading things for folks that maybe on the road or in the office or just, you know, would rather just sit back and listen to a show, you know. Where are you calling from? Well- I'm calling from Sunny Mesa, Arizona. It's about a, uh, it's about 98 degrees. It's really bright and sunny. Um, I, I just, I, I tell you like this, man. God is real, and not only God is real, it's one of these kind of things that um, wisdom only works if you apply it. And it's great that you're delivering great information. Um, a lot of times when, uh, when I talk to curators and platform owners like yourself. I have to educate on the point of you might have two people live in the studio, but it's hundreds and thousands of people that's going to randomly stumble on on this knowledge for the next 150 years. It's kind of like that movie with 12 Monkeys when they was playing back the voicemails for the future so they could hear what was being said because all they could get was fragments of it. I say all that to say, well, what you're doing now, you're creating a positive energy in the universe. The number eight is a power number, but the number nine is a number of completion. This is 2019. This is a year that a lot of things that you, me, and a lot of people have been on the fence about, we're going to get solidarity. If you add up two, one, and nine, that equals three, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So when you're putting out positive information about how to heal people and to think the right way, you're doing your job. But the only way the information can become wisdom and life and reality if people apply this knowledge. So when people call into the show, if they sit on for an hour and a half, two hours, and they don't ever press one, they got they missed the opportunity to be recorded. I'm so glad you opened my line because time is the most precious commodity that can be brought, sold, and replaced. So as we sit down and we enjoy our one-two step with the uh, breaking the bread, it's good to pass those stories along. We lost our campfire love with the wisdom. And no, I'm not a tree hugger, but we don't love the earth like we're supposed to love the earth. And when it gives us the best plant that we need, we want to make sure that we show some love back to the universe. So that I, I'm really uh, engulfed in all the stuff that you bring to the table today. I, I was taking notes, and I ran out of uh, space on my legal pad, but it's really good what you're doing. It's really hard to put all this stuff together, and I can tell you very well studied. So I'm just I'm impressed. I just want to let you know I believe in giving your flowers while I'm here, not, not the Aww. ambulance chasing, you know, chasing you to the hospital. Oh, I know you're dying. Hey, I wanted to tell you I love you. No, hey, I don't. We we don't move like that no more. You know, back in the sixties everybody was doing it. It wasn't no problem and it was a different love for each other. Now we don't yeah. even like the people that we know. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is so right. It's so funny. I always say, Oh, silly little humans, you know. <laughs> 'Cause it's true. We you know, we're kinda a little uh we're a little upset out there these days and you know, we just we need to just take a deep breath and Share some cannabis with those that need it and, and let people have it if they need it. And if you don't want it, that's okay. You know, when people come into our health center, we say this may or may not be for you and that's okay. We're not there to shove this down your throat. We're there to offer you something that we have seen personally in front of our eyes, little miracles, big miracles, huge miracles that I never would have been able to say I saw unless I actually saw them. And this plant has been just a huge gift. And I, you know, we just really want everybody to have access to it. That's all there is. I think, you know, it's, it's been here longer than we all have. And we should all just like strawberries or tomatoes or whatever region you live in. If you live where papayas grow, you should be able to grow. You know, it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be something that our government controls, but the problem is our schedule one, like they were talking about earlier in the article. That's a huge, huge problem. Um, But yeah, it's good to, I'm glad you support your wife, even though you don't have a card. Um, well, I hope and I'm it. glad you brought that sure. up. Let me um, let me ask you a question. I need to get a card, and I've been on the fence about that because sometimes when you lock into a certain situation, you locked in. But God has really been dealing with me to the point where I need to get um, that taken care of. And, and um, I could have swore I heard a commercial about y'all are in Arizona. Yeah, 
We're in Tucson. We're just Tucson, south. Tucson, okay, Tucson. Yep, we're just down okay. here a little bit. Yeah. Well, you come down here. It's a real good deal for being on air with us. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. That, no, that would be a great situation. I mean, we could do a uh, live remote or something. We have a, a radio network as well. We have uh, 3 million listeners, and we're syndicated at 25 AM and FM radio markets. So just like when you get your MP3 or your show, we take that MP3 and we put it on 25 AM and FM radio markets, and they play it at their leisure, but we get the message out on a global scale. And I would definitely love to uh, help y'all push and guide y'all down the right road because this show is really need to get out there. See, and there it is, folks. Friends helping each other right there. Just cuz. Just cuz. So here's what I tell people when they say they're on the fence about getting their card. In Arizona, if you use cannabis at all, whether it's vaporizing, smoking a joint, eating a brownie, it doesn't matter, drinking a soda with it, if it has THC in it, uh, more than the 0.3%, I suggest you, you suggest you get your card because this is a tricky state. They'll they'll throw you right in jail, they'll fine you, and then they'll start taking all your possessions away in the name of forfeiture. Mm. So you got to be really mm. careful if you use it. You know, I always say get get this card because it's going to help you out. Now we were going to read an article in just a little bit about uh, the state of Arizona. Uh, implementing the two-year law now. So if you get your card August 27th or after, it's good for two years, which is awesome. They just changed that. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. So now, yeah. So now we've got that law going on. So there you have it. Um, yeah. So that's it. So there we are. That's who we are. So we thank you for calling um- in. Yeah. I'm hanging out the whole show. Please don't hang up on me. I can go mute. You can mute me oh, however, no. but I, I love what's going on. And I'm telling everybody, since I've been on the show, I'm texting people to come, come in. Oh, yeah. I got some more callers. I don't know if they want to be on there, but that's fine as long as they're listening. It's so funny because I never know the program that we use. I always complain about it's held together for so long, and I appreciate it. Um, we pay money for it, so it's supposed to work. But I don't ever know who's actually on or not. <laughs> kind of a funny thing so <laughs> I'm glad I saw you on I'm glad I saw the little question mark it actually worked so yeah stay online I'm going to read some more articles about what's going on and uh, thank you so much for calling in and uh, tell them that you were on air with Star. and uh, you can actually shoot us an email at thctucson at gmail.com just go to our website and you it's all right there and you can say hey I was on air um, and we'll chat from there how's that Man, perfect. I will be ready. You have a great day, sister. Blessings to you and the millions and trillions of people that's going to be saved from what you're doing. Oh, thank you. And you too. We'll call you Mr. Mesa. <laughs> thank you so much. And have a blessed day. <laughs> All right. Well, that was an awesome surprise. I love it. That's great. Um, I do want to read an article here. Let me find it. Uh, not New York. Oh, New York's decriminalizing marijuana possession and use, which is awesome. I wanted to read the article about. Uh, Arizona legalizing, um, uh, not legalizing, extending your card for two years. Here it is. Uh, Governor Ducey signed SB 1494 into law, which makes Arizona medical marijuana cards good for valid, uh, valid for two years instead of one. And that starts on August 27th. So if you go to the state's website, it's azdhs.gov. It says, Senate Bill 1494 goes into effect August 27, 2019. As a result of this bill, applicants who submit an initial or renewal applicant for a qualifying patient, designated caregiver, or nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary agent on or after August 27, 2019, that is approved by the, by the department, will be issued a license that's valid for two years. Renewal for nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary licenses submitted on or after August 27, uh, 2019, if approved by the department, will also be valid for two years. If you currently have a license, it will still expire on the expiration date printed on the card or license. If you submit an application before August 27, 2019, you will be issued a license that is valid for one year. So there you have it, folks. That's some good news. So August 27th, but what I won't encourage is for people to actually, uh, 
you know, let their cards expire, not just for business sake, but because it's like we call it a little, it's your little pocket lawyer. Um, you need that protection. You don't, you don't, you don't want to get caught, especially in Maricopa County. You do not want to get caught with cannabis and no cards. It's not a good deal. Um, so there you have it. All right. New York decriminalizes marijuana possession and use. Lawmakers in New York State have voted to eliminate criminal penalties for public possession and use of marijuana after efforts to legalize pot stalls. The measure would reduce low-level criminal charges for unlawful possession of marijuana to a violation, which comes with a similar uh, fine to a parking ticket. The penalty would be just $50 for possessing less than one ounce of pot or $200 for one to two ounces of marijuana. There you go, folks. Parking ticket. Let's just get real about this. In an effort to address decades of racial disparities in drug arrests, the bill would also allow for the expungement of past convictions for possession of small amounts of marijuana. Also awesome. The state Senate passed the bill Thursday evening, a few hours before the chamber adjourned for the year. Passage followed Friday morning in the state assembly before it too adjourned. Uh, Senator Jamal Bailey v. the Bronx and the bill sponsor said misdemeanor convictions for pot possession can affect a person for life, limiting their access to housing, uh, access to education, affecting their ability to obtain employment. It goes on and on and on, folks. The bill emerged as a fallback option when legislation that would have legalized, regulated, and taxed marijuana sales fizzled Wednesday after lawmakers couldn't reach consensus on key details, such as how to tax revenue would be used and how local communities would decide whether they want to host dispensaries. Uh, Lawmakers who had hoped to vote on legalization said the decriminalization bill may uh, be a prelude to full legalization next year. So we will see about that. So you have it. Oh, this is what I wanted to read. Totally space this one out. Sorry. I'm playing the AK-47. on Explaining the world. Too much going on. Multitasking. Governor of Illinois signs bill legalizing recreational marijuana. I love this one. It whistles. All right. Here we go. Uh Uh-oh. It says, but but recreational users looking to grow their own cannabis are out of luck. Oh, see, that's not okay. I don't agree with that. Not at all. One plant, two plants. Come on. Illinois just became the 11th state to legalize recreational marijuana. Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a bill into effect on Tuesday that will automatically expunge and pardon the records of 800,000 state residents with a record of nonviolent small-scale cannabis possession. Holy cow, 800,000. Today, Illinois is demonstrating everything that can be accomplished when we set aside our comfort with the status quo and instead govern with the belief that our best days are ahead, said Governor Pritzker at a press conference. With this legislation, our state is once again a leader. January 1st is the the start date for the bill, which establishes that people who live in Illinois can possess up to 30 grams of cannabis. The limit is half that for visitors to the state. Wow. Adults 21 years old and up will be able to purchase at licensed dispensaries. Until January 1st, marijuana possession remains illegal in the state. Quote, we got here because we had a governor who fully uh, fully supported it and knew we had to do it with a social justice lens, said the bill sponsor, Senator Heather Dean. Uh, Quote, Illinois is the first state to fully legalize recreational marijuana through the legislative as opposed to a ballot measure utilized by pioneering states like Colorado and Washington. Primary among lawmakers concerned uh, was the social justice aspect of marijuana legalization. Even after the state and the city of Chicago decriminalized cannabis possession, black residents continued to be targeted for arrest. In 2017 and the beginning of 2018, Chicago police made 94 arrests for small-scale marijuana possession. Of these, 16 were of, quote, Hispanic individuals. Two were white. 92 were black. 
despite academic proof that rates of marijuana consumption are consistent across uh, racial lines. The bill that received its final approval today prioritizes cannabis entrepreneurs in poor neighborhoods in areas that have seen disproportionately high arrest rates under cannabis prohibition. The governor's signing ceremony took place on Chicago's west side, a strategic choice to highlight the fact that marijuana legalization will benefit socioeconomically underprivileged neighborhoods that have been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs. A low-interest loan program will be established in these communities via revenue the state will gain from cannabis sales. 25% of tax revenue from cannabis will fund grant programs that affect these communities. 20% will go to fund substance abuse and mental health programs. Quote, today we've given hundreds of thousands of people the chance for a better life. Quote, Pritzker said. Yeah, 800,000. Governor Pritzker proposed the bill in May, hoping to fill, uh, fulfill his campaign promise to change the way the state deals with marijuana. The legislation moved like clockwork through uh, the Democratic-controlled Senate and House. Quote, we can't turn the clock back, but we can turn the page, quote, said Pritzker. The bill did hit a snag over the issue of growing cannabis at home, though its original language called for a legal limit of five cannabis plants. Police groups were successful in convincing lawmakers that this would provide a challenge for law enforcement. As a result, Illinois home grow opportunities will be limited to individuals with medical marijuana cards. Well, that's awesome. You still have a chance. I mean, if you have a medical marijuana card, you can still grow. Wow, that that's awesome. That's just the fact that they're gonna they're gonna pardon and expunge the records of eight hundred thousand residents. That's a lot of residents that have stupid, nonviolent, small scale cannabis possession. That's what I'm talking about. Like you know, you get pulled over for you know not using your turn signal and they smell something in the car. Well, it might not be anything in there but an empty pipe. Well, there you go. They've got you. <laughs> you go to jail, you pay fines, you get felonies and misdemeanors and all sorts of really bad things. So um, that's really, really, really great to hear. And hoping soon that um, either the government will just roll out a program uh, that allows every state to just, you know, do what they want. They need to just get it off scheduling. That's all it needs to have happen. So anyway. You know, a lot of people ask this question. We, when, when they come to Tumbleweeds, we get a lot of older folks in there, um, and they don't want to smoke it at all. So we've got an article this morning before we head out here. I can't believe about what time it is. Uh, six ways to enjoy cannabis without having to smoke it. Think back to the first time you smoked cannabis. You probably recall the burning throat. The uncoordinated attempts to use a carb, <laughs> the inability to gauge how long to pull the smoke. Ah, yes, those were the days. But the memories of yesteryear for you veterans are very alive and very real for those just now jumping on the cannabis bandwagon. Not everyone, not everyone likes to smoke, and those with compromised lung health may not even have the option. The stigmatized image of smoking might be the only thing stopping some people from trying cannabis, even if they live in a state with legal marijuana. Maybe you can see your mom taking a bomb, a bong rip, but I sure can't. Even though there are a number of different ways you can consume cannabis that have evolved over the years, you may be looking for a more health-conscious option. Here are some suggestions for a smoke-free cannabis experience. Interesting they list this first, vaporizing. <laughs> How to smoke, quote, smoke weed without smoking it. Vaporizing. You don't need to torture cannabis with a lighter to reap its benefits. Actually, its chemical compounds vaporize at a much lower, less harmful temperature. The taste of vaporized cannabis is often preferred to that of combusted flour, and the vapor is much easier on the lungs. Larger tabletop vaporizers can offer higher quality vapor with advanced temperature settings, while small handheld devices let you enjoy cannabis flour or oils wherever you go. These days, there are many affordable vaporizers to choose from if you're interested in trying out the smokeless form of cannabis consumption. And you can get a really great one at Tumbleweeds Health Center. We were just showing off the magic light the other day. Um, it's it's uh, versatile. You can do smoke or um, concentrates in it, and it's just it's got a lifetime warranty. Very well made, um, and they're just beautiful little vaporizers. So come check them out. Edibles, how to smoke weed? All right. Uh, one of the more obvious alternatives to smoking is just cannabis infused food and drinks. 
The diversity of marijuana edibles is quickly and vastly expanding so much so that you can infuse virtually anything that calls for butter or oil. <clears throat> you can make your own can of butter at home. It's surprisingly easy, but be cautious with dosing. Um, but dispensaries and retail shops often have a staggering number of options, options infused lemonade to roasted garlic crackers. You've probably heard it already, but it must be said, start with a low dose and be patient. Because of the digestive process, edibles take much longer to kick in and can have an intensely psychoactive effect. Number three, ingestible oils are basically any compound <coughs> cannabis concentrate that is taken orally. Uh, these more, uh, most commonly come in capsules or plastic applicators, either of which can be consumed directly or added to food or drink. Like edibles, ingestibles, uh, oils can induce powerful effects that take a while to kick in, so be mindful of your dose. And I say, personally, if you're, if you're brand new to this, one milligram, just remember one, one milligram to start and don't take any more until the next day, seriously, because I hate hearing, oh, I went to the dispensary and the kid behind the counter said, oh, just eat half the candy bar. Oh, and then they have a really bad experience and they don't ever want to try it. All right, so don't do that. Number four, tinctures. Tinctures are infused liquids that extract cannabis compounds using an alcohol soap and are applied directly under the tongue. Unlike ingestible oils and infused foods, tinctures enter the bloodstream immediately, allowing for fast-acting effects and better dose control. A variety of flavors, potencies, and cannabinoid profiles are often available, catering to your specific preferences or medical needs. And last but not least, um, for, for right now, well, oh no, two more. Uh, topicals are cannabis-infused lotions and balms. These are awesome. They are applied directly to the skin for localized relief of pain, soreness, and inflammation. One unique property of cannabis topicals is their ability to treat symptoms without psychoactive effects. So if you need to be clear-headed and bypass the euphoric high altogether, topicals are the way to go. And last but not least, dabbing. Uh, dabbing is a method of flash vaporization in which Cannabis concentrates or drops on a heated water pipe attachment and inhaled for in, intense, uh, intensely potent effects. The attachment is a glass or metallic nail that's heated up using a butane torch. And if that sounds sketchy to you, the public eye wouldn't disagree. But dabbing enthusiasts typically elect this method because A, properly refined concentrates offer a clean uh, experience free of plant material. And B, dabbing produces a vapor as opposed to smoke. It may not be the option you suggest to a first-time cannabis consumer, but it's certainly an option for graduates. Uh, <clears throat> so it says, now that you've familiarized yourself with all the options out there, use our location finder to pick up the materials. You need to try the smoke-free consumption method of your choice, and that was brought to you by Weekly. <laughs> so real quickly, dabbing, um, I, I was told once by someone who liked to dab was that uh, – it's used for like severe, severe pain. So people like stage four cancers, um, anything, migraines, it's, it's the heavy hitter. So it's your extra strength Tylenol and your extra strength, et cetera, or your Dilaudid or morphine that it's going to take the place of those things. So um, people, you know, often would think, oh, they just want to get high, whatever. Well, who cares? So it's medicine anyway. No matter how you use it, you're, it's medicine. <laughs> Whether or not you think it is, it is. Um, but dabbing, it can be for some people the only relief that they have. Um, very high concentrated um, THC and other cannabinoid levels are exactly what they need. So with that, wow, there we go. Woo. Thank you for the show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Wednesday Wednesday. For each and every week, we will be here for you folks. Um, we, I think, have a scheduled date of July 10th, just a couple weeks away. Um, when we're going to have the initiative authors on air with us. We'd like to give a shout out and a thanks to Mr. Mesa for calling in today. That was really awesome. Don't forget to email us. And um, thank you to our sponsors, Growers House and Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. And come and see us at Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, Tucson, Arizona, 85711. We've got our brand new wonderful organic tinctures with um, botanical essential oils as flavoring. So the full plant is in this tincture. It's awesome. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Be awesome to each other.